1: his comic timing is just it's just perfect um, and he just cracks me up every time I can see him Helen doesn't like this film at all I can see it by her face that can you say <laughs> anything nice about this film Helen is there anything nice you can say come on
0: Helen along the way I just laughed at so many ridiculous things yeah
1: yeah I love it and I watch it again tomorrow
0: it does seem like a bit of a Marmite uh, film, yeah, doesn't I it, in respect? Yeah, I think it is, yeah. What is the purple thing?
2: Sex wedge. It's a what? A sex wedge. I've never seen one. Something to do with men over a certain age needs some, like, lift. <laughs> Hello, film fans. Recording today with Flix Watcher, we have Harry. Hello. Amy. Hi. And as always, Kobe. Hello and welcome to this episode of Flix Watcher podcast. Joining us remotely, we have Harry and Amy. If you'd like to say hello and tell the listeners a little bit more about who you are and what you do, please.
1: Okay, so I'm Harry, um, one of the mum and mama podcasters. Um, Our podcast is, is a fairly new podcast amongst all the other podcasts. Um, and it really is, it started out as a, a podcast about being a single parent or being a parent, um, co-parenting, um, and just the positive stories about how we, um, juggle life and work and how we have been able to navigate the really difficult, uh, waters sometimes of being a single parent. However, I'm not a single parent. I'm a bit of a fake single parent, but I do, um, I do live on my own with my child. Um, My partner lives in another house. And so really over the last couple of months, our stories and our guests have got slightly wider, not wider as in fatter, but wider (laughs) as in um, our story and our subject matter has got a bit wider. And we had the lovely Kobe on, which was a a real pleasure. And we've had lots of other quite uh, wonderful Uh, guests on as well talking about loads of things and we've got loads of plans and sometimes we've decided to look at our own circle of friends who've got quite amazing stories but nobody would have heard about them and that's quite an interesting um sort of slant for us at the moment because it's like wow there's these incredible people and yet nobody knows about maybe some of the positive aspects or maybe some of the struggles so that's, uh, that's me, I'm mum, and Amy's mumma. <laughs> Hi. She's mumma.
0: What does mumma mean, Amy?
3: Dumber. It means really clever, really funny, and a very good mum, <laughs> basically. That's the dictionary definition.
0: Um, okay, so we are talking today about Burn After Reading, which is your choice, Harry. I can see you're very animated. Yeah. Uh, yes. Can you tell us why you chose it and, well, tell us what the film is about in less than a minute?
1: Oh god, I don't know how I'm going to describe it in a minute, but um,
0: well, there's there's a gun pointed at you, so <laughs>
1: yeah, shit. Um, so I I saw this movie a long time ago, and I think I've watched it a good twenty times. I find it the funniest. There's some really funny moments in it. I love the comic timing of some of the characters. But the synopsis of the story is: um, there's a as a CIA analyst, um, Osborne Cox. His details have been burned on a disc because his wife, Katie, um, is trying to divorce him. She's having an affair with a guy called Harry. Um, His wife is having an affair with somebody else. She's got somebody to um, go and monitor and take pictures and follow her husband. And it's got quite a a deep sort of uh, intricate stories with that. Then you've got two gym—you've uh, got gym workers who find the disc, and uh, one of them wants some plastic surgery. She's a, a woman of about forty-five, and she wants some surgery. She gets declined, um, so they go about trying to blackmail to get some funds. And um, there's some hilarious moments, and there's some quite, yeah, quite shocking moments that are not hilarious. Um, and uh, yeah, it's, it's got a really amazing cast in it. Um, Brad Pitt is, is is my favourite in it, but he's not my favourite actor at all, but he's my favourite in it. Um, <laughs> I know it's really weird, it's really strange. I love I, I it. Uh, he's great. It's in it. a long, it's a long it's minute. <laughs> just, yeah, it's a yeah, long no. minute. Anyway, we're, it's, we're, um, we're it's a story in a story. <laughs> it's a story and a story. It's very difficult to explain it all.
0: Well, let's. I mean, let's talk about the like, cast because it's, it's phenomenal. Um, I'm not sure where they all were at this point, but let's. Amy, what who, who are you kind of stalwarts, the people you pick out when you, when you watch this film?
3: Frances. I don't, yeah. How do you say it? McDormat. McDormat. I love her. I love her in she's in Fargo, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. I love uh, memory. I love the Coen Brothers films. But I love, um. Her, I love John Malkovich, obviously, he's amazing. Um, George Clooney, of course, yeah. love him. And Brad Pitt, which, I again, I, I mean, obviously, everyone loves Brad Pitt, but he's not the best actor. But in this, he's really good. So, yeah. But, yeah, Frances McDormand steals it for me, I think. Yeah. But then she always and
1: does. Yeah, she, well, she's married to one of the Cohen brothers, so. Um,
2: it, it was. She gets first dibs in the role. I think she's, it's Ethan. Oh. I always get the wrong way around.
1: Oh. Yeah. yeah. Um, and actually, the um, the film was actually written for those actors rather than the yeah. story around. So it's. It was, but you can kind of tell, I think, because they play to their strengths in a lot of in a lot of the scenes.
0: I think um, a yeah. big person you missed out there's Tilda Swinton as well. Uh, oh, yeah. Yeah, yeah. 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 oh yeah,
1: yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, yeah,
0: love her. Helen, love her. what's your relationship with the Coens and 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 the cast?
2: Um, well, how are you going to hate me? I think this film's awful. <laughs> oh <my laughs> I, I, did, I did some rankings. I knew Kobe would bring it up and it's very much down the bottom. And I'm glad, oh. <laughs> glad we're talking about the acting. You I bottom, think we,
0: bottom of uh, Brothers films, you mean? Yeah.
2: Okay. For yeah. Me. But I, the acting is one of the things that I have a big problem with. I've, I think George Clooney is just really awful and so miscast in this role that he's doing, kind of doing like his... Um, oh brother thing but he's doing it so much that it becomes just unbearable to watch and I just think everyone's completely miscast and the overacting really is just I (laughs) I I fail to get behind Frances McDormand because she's she's not quite old enough to play that role and she's not quite sort of overweight enough to if if she was a bit more overweight and a bit more kind of dowdy looking then you, yeah. you'd really feel for this person who's so desperate to be beautiful and amazing whereas Frances McDormand is beautiful and amazing so it's a, a bit of a, a stretch for me. The only person that I think is kind of like well cast is John Malkovich who just plays kind yeah. of like a drunken yes. grouch um, yeah. really really well I kind of think that for me, I'm J.K. Simmons, who I, I love, and I think I think he's actually great in this. But you know, J.K. Simmons is like basically at the end of the film, so it's like, what the fuck was going on? And like the other guys, like I don't know, that's like me. I'm, I'm like J.K. <laughs> Simmons. I'm like, what the what the fuck is this <laughs> film about? And I saw it at the cinema when it came out, and I've never seen it since because I came out of it and went, oh, I didn't really. It didn't do anything for me when I kind of compared it to um, the 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 other Korean films I that saw I saw
3: it because I'm a big Coen Brothers fan and I remember I've seen it and I've not seen it since then and I remember when I did see it the first time I wasn't as impressed as I was the second time that I saw it. I preferred it the second time I saw it.
2: It's grown on but you. Do,
3: yeah, it's not my favourite of their films but I do I do like it. It's funny. <laughs> yeah, I and I disagree I... with the Francis comment. I think like, were we supposed to like her? And people that are ridiculously skinny think they're fat. And I mean, girls of 20 are having Botox and fillers, yeah. aren't they? But you are, you su-
2: like- are you supposed to like her though? Because she is only motivated by herself and yeah. she's so motivated to get her surgery that she's prepared to kind of let poor old Brad Pitt get shot in the face yeah. and never, but you're still meant to like her. The problem is everyone in this film has, is so unlikable that it becomes, yeah. you, you don't particularly care or invest in what happens to them.
0: Yeah. Well, I think well, I Richard Jenkins and Brad Pitt's characters are, as in the, the two guys that work with Francis McDermott, are they are. I wouldn't say they're they're bad in any way, shape, or form, but the other the other side of the cast, John Malkovich, and, and they're the and, ones who die.
2: They're the ones who, yeah. They're, they're well, nicest. exactly. That's
0: what I mean. So that's what I mean. Then there are people in this who are like, they are lawful good, as it were. They're just like they're just going along with Francis McDermott's kind of schemes. Yeah. Did I really, unwittingly, a bit stupidly. Rich Jenkins kind of fancies so you can tell. and yeah, yeah, totally nice. it's, it's quite funny. Um so he's, he's going along and um I just think it's a bit of a farce. I think if I sex, yeah. sex farce. What is the
2: purple thing? Sex wedge. It's a what? A sex wedge. What is a sex? What's
3: a sex? It's wedge. like a sex pillow. <laughs> I've never
2: seen one. Something to do with men over a certain age need some like lift. I think that's what it's for. <laughs> that's
3: what I've never
2: seen one. Well, he's got plenty with his weird chair, hasn't he? I oh,
3: know
1: yeah, that.
2: Yeah, oh. that chair
1: is just yeah vile.
0: But, <laughs> but I love that when he just he just introduced her to it as if it's like yeah. hey, I've just got I've just got <laughs> yeah, two new plates. I
3: <laughs> but that way uh, he was is. like that's fucking great.
0: That's great. <laughs> um. I, yeah. I just thought, like I say, it's just it's it's just pure fast, and I think I. With Coen Brothers, you can. I think you often go in there thinking, right, this is going to have some kind of edge to it, and that's where people um, tend to, when they just are playing for laughs. People are yeah. like, well, what you're doing? You can do. You can do better, quote unquote. But yeah. I think this, I can see Helen's point that there's not like a. At the end, it's like, well, what was the point. I can totally see that aspect of it, but also along the way, I just laughed at so many ridiculous things.
3: Yeah.
0: And um, but it just it was just for me. It's like this is this is absolutely fine. Like for George, for me, like George Clooney. Um, when he sees Francis McDermott for the last time on the park bench, he's like, who are you? Who do you yeah. work for? Yeah. And he's completely yeah. flips out and runs off. Yeah. For me, that's like, that's, that has me laughing. And Brad Pitt with his, like, um, not understanding oh, yeah. the thing, with, his, with a lolly <laughs> and stuff like that. And with
1: his um, chewing of gum constantly. Yeah. yeah. And um, the I'd... hairstyles. Oh, like, if you notice <laughs> that, like, her hairstyle, Francis, her hairstyle is completely perfect. Um, Katie's is perfect. And Brad Pitts is that was that was a part of the whole look and feel of the of the movie. But I mean, I'm like I'm um, I'm an amdram, you know, amateur dramatics farces. So this fits me, me perfectly, I think, because I like watching it on, on stage on the small stage with you know local actors. So this really just reminds me of that. <laughs> <laughs>
2: So I do like their farces because the the hoodsucker proxy is a bit like this in kind of its silliness and, you know, George does the, the O brother stuff, but I, I don't know. I just, I guess I'm comparing it to um, Fargo, which is kind of a similar yeah. sort of vibe in, you know, the, the, the small man wants to kind of have something that they can't and they get it in a slightly dubious way. And in the end yeah. it kind of goes wrong and people die, but I, it doesn't, it doesn't quite hit me in the way that fargo i don't think it's as smart as
0: fargo no, I, mean, I, yeah, I can i can see that and i think that's why people i think people have taken against it because it isn't as smart or as sassy as a brother or or um hudsucker or you know even um
2: miller's crossing ra-
0: raising arizona kind of thing um but i just think I if it wasn't like the coens you, with that cast you would probably just go in there and think have a let's let's see what's going on here. And yeah. it's it's just a bit silly, it's a bit flighty. I quite
3: liked it for that because yeah. I don't like things that upset me <laughs> or make but, I mean, me feel uh, on edge. So it was quite nice. that he, Obviously, loads of people got
1: killed. It was quite funny. Yeah, I, know,
0: I, I was going to say. I didn't just, really
1: care.
3: <laughs> just to
0: refresh, people got just, killed yeah. quite horribly.
1: People got killed, Amy. <laughs> I,
0: mean, I mean, the way Brad Pitt got killed as well is it's still kind of shocking because it just happens. Yeah,
1: yeah.
3: You're
0: like, it's Brad Pitt's not going to get killed and he just does... And you're
3: like, yeah, yeah. No, that was.
2: Although yeah, Harry, Harry yeah. does say he's he's never fired his weapon or he hadn't fired his weapon weapon in yeah, the he 20 had, years. So. He was discharged.
1: Yeah, yeah. yeah. So it was, just bit, say. it was
0: a bit of checkups gun thing there, um, but that's what you have in films uh, generally. Yeah. Um, I was going to say yeah with Francis McDermott's character. I think the thing about that plastic surgery and um, people wanting to better themselves. I don't think there's any. I'm not sure what kind of character you would be hundred percent behind because it's always it's generally is a a vanity thing and you can't be in the mindset of that person um i know I know people who I think are like amazingly attractive and they're like oh, I need to change this I need change this and need to change this yeah. and just like i mean it's your it's your body it's your life and I can't hate anyone for it but you, you can't um i wouldn't I wouldn't um take it as a point against a character. But the, the point I would take against it is that she was so hell bent on it that she did
3: yeah.
0: didn't care about anything else, and uh, she was happy to go to the Russians with this with this um, yeah. with this person's <laughs> life in in in, the, in a DVD um, or a CD, which is a bit dark. Um, but I don't begrudge her wanting to get plastic surgery.
1: But that point is, and, and I think that maybe it's just me because I've got a bit of a, a, a fantasy mind. But I could see the, um, I could see the whole thing of somebody finding something on the floor, yeah. and finding a disc, and then putting the disc in, and finding all these like financials, all these names, all these things that could be something, because because I'm a bit like that with coins, and like if I, if I find like a coin I'm always like I've got a rare coin and I like, look at am fucking hell i it like, I'm just one of those kind of people how
2: many
0: probably. how many of these coins have you found I've never, I've I've got never loads found a coin in thought I'm gonna google that oh coin oh
2: god <laughs> I've got loads where do you loads. find them I've got lo-
1: I've got an obsession with coins my have had a coin collection so I think it's I don't know whether it's kind of melts into me but um people then hand me like 50ps and, and I've got like a load of 50p's that are, you know, some of them are rare, some of them have got errors on them. So um, what's, a, what's yet,
0: a rare 50p piece?
1: If it's got, if Ten it's eight. got, um, so, <laughs> yeah, if it's got um, some of the designs, maybe it's uh, got the wrong year on it, maybe it's got a dot in the wrong place, uh, maybe it's upside down, the head is upside down, there's loads of different loads, it's very fascinating, but anyway, I can imagine if you were to find something yeah. and then you know you want it to be something about being yeah. a spy then that was going to excite you isn't it but also you're going to think like right, well i'll go to the where do you go if you're a spy go to the russian embassy that's our first thought isn't it <laughs> it's like you know the it's way like a, just in there yeah i don't like I the like way it. you're acting she's like <laughs> i don't like your customer service um but yes, it is. Uh, but I think it's kind of poking fun at that whole spy movies as well, mm. slightly. You know, I think that's the whole
2: point. Well, it has none of the aesthetics of a spy movie. Like, the, the, the you know, there's no kind of music that you associate it with it or, you know, kind of the, when George is being followed, they could have really like gone for it. Um, <clears throat> you know, kind of like through the camera lens yeah. shots. But there's, there's nothing about, sort of the soundtrack or the the way it's shot that makes it about a, a, you know what you'd expect from a f- spy film it is the sex force well, I, think, I like the <laughs> way that the people
0: the people following them were not were not spies they were there um acting on behalf of of um of yeah. his wife's divorce lawyer to catch him in yeah. the act and then it's things like that where you think oh right he's been like the government are following him there must be oh no it's yeah. actually his wife. Yeah doing something her own self and wants to have a divorce and she's found a way to found a way to do it. And it's, it's uh, I think I like, I like I really like things like that in the story. I, I mean, the first time I watched it, I was like, Oh, okay, fine. Yeah. It was whatever. But I, I really enjoyed it a lot more the second time, the second yeah. time watching it. So, um, is there any other points guys or do you want to head to the scores? I think,
1: um, Osborne Cox, um, that I mean that Malcolm character. Yeah. Let's talk Bitch. Bitch. <laughs> I, I, there's there's some moments in it, like we've just seen him we've seen him do those parts quite a lot of the time, I think. They're 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 nothing new to us. But um I love it when he gets in the car with Chad, with Brad Pitt, yeah. um Chad <laughs> the character and he's like calling him a fucking moron and then he punches him <laughs> in the face yeah. and, and, and he's like you know what else did you fucking expect, <laughs> did you expect yeah. to have a conversation with you like, and then and then a little bit later where he's sitting on the boat with his dad and he's you know like, i'm you know i'm really sorry i've you know i've left Why to get you know he didn't leave, he got he got fired but um there's, I don't know, there's some quite nice moments for him, but his character, I just love seeing him on screen. I love his yeah, his comic timing is just, it's just perfect. Um,
2: And he just cracks me up every time
0: I see him. Yeah, I do like Markovic, We haven't seen him enough yeah. recently. No.
2: He did that uh, stage thing, didn't no. he, recently? So I think that stage he thing? Do, yeah, he did a stage thing in London. The reviews were so, so. Ah.
0: Oh, were they? Uh-uh.
1: Helen doesn't like this film at all I can see by her face that can you say anything <laughs> nice about this
2: film Helen is there anything nice you can say J- come on J- Helen J.K. Simmons uh, I, he's he's welcome in any film in it for like film.
0: two minutes though isn't I he I know but...
2: yeah
3: exactly yeah, they all I was, like, good. saw his
2: name pop up on the credits and I was like oh yeah he's in this what is he I can't remember and then I was like "Where where is he when's he coming it's like at the end it's like oh great <laughs> more of him
1: <laughs>
2: more of him <laughs> um, you get to tick your Brad, Brad Pitt eating bingo off in this
0: I like the way he just like he, the way he had his uh, smoothies or his drinks like yes, at that angle the angles to side. <laughs>
2: yeah, <laughs> <Just, laughs> yeah. iPad shuffle I think, yeah. I think he was yeah. generally
0: funny in this I I, I thought he was, I yeah, thought he was okay. really good really good Brad I Pitt is. performance I think this is probably a time when I didn't really get him as an actor um, but more and more things I think he's just a really astonishing guy and it does kind of show his range
2: um yes. yeah but he
0: can do like just fast called silly slapsticky stuff um and you know stuff like seven which I probably yeah. underrated when the first time I saw him as an actor I just think yeah he is is really good uh, overall on that should we head to the scores
2: let's head over to the scores. I'm Sam Clements, host of the 90 Minutes or Less Film Festival, another podcast in the Stripped Media family, a podcast that celebrates movies under 90 minutes long. Each episode, I'm joined by a special guest who selects a movie to join our prestigious lineup. Past guests have come from the worlds of film, television, music, food, comedy, and podcasting. Search for us now on the app you're currently listening to this podcast or join us at 90minfilmfest.com. Welcome to the spreadsheet of dreams. All of our scores are out of five. You may have decimal places if you wish, and we will start with you, please, Harry, with your recommendability. Five. <laughs> I love it.
1: I love it. I've got. You know what? I, I watch it quite regularly. It takes oh, twenty I times. Yeah. So is, that like, is that like a of times a year? Yeah, and and, and if people um, if people come around, they say. Oh, yes, we watched. I always, I always say, she watched this and then, I, but, but Helen, I get, get your point, and people do go, I don't like you. That's that's shit, Harry. <laughs> You've got the worst <laughs> taste in films. But I don't have like a taste. I think I don't have a. She hasn't got any taste. I don't have any taste. I have got absolutely none. Um, I take it for what it is. But um, yeah, I love it, and I watch it again tomorrow. I love it.
0: You probably will do. The amount of times you've seen it's it. on
1: Netflix, it so you, you can. Yeah. <laughs> I didn't even know that. You fucking believe it. i paid for it.
0: Amy. Yeah, but it'll go um, tomorrow. It'll go in like a few days' time, so.
3: Yeah. Uh, can I ask you, Helen, if it wasn't Coen Brothers, would you feel better about it?
2: Yeah, maybe. May, I think it's the combination of, obviously, um, they've made so many films that, you know, I'd yeah. instantly watch again and love and would say, you know, um, this has been, like, my favourite film at the moment. And, you know, I really like um, Tilda Swindon. She's probably, like, one of my favourite actresses. Yeah. And I really like George Clooney, Francis McDormand, J.K. Simmons. So I really, like, love all the ingredients, but just something about it that just didn't, didn't interest yeah. me. And I remember... And also, I didn't like No Country for Old Men, and I still yeah. don't really have much feeling towards it. So it wasn't that I'd seen that and gone why isn't Burn after reading this. But we've had um the ballad of Buster Scruggs on here and I I hated that. And I also saw Hail <laughs> um, Caesar at the cinema and I hated I like that as Hale well. Caesar. So maybe I'm just Yeah
0: you know, no I tend to it. watch
2: quite weird, weird dark films as, as <laughs> like a choice. I watch loads of weird shit so maybe this okay. it's just not my thing. But yeah, I don't know. I saw I saw Fair it at enough. the cinema it just didn't happen, and then I was like, "Yeah, I'd give it another go because you know someone's brought it to the table." And she's like, "Yeah, it's just it's no, not I just good. don't like it."
3: Fair enough. Um, I'd give it a five.
1: Wow! Well,
3: I think anyone could watch it and
1: <laughs>
3: maybe enjoy um, it, <laughs> apart from Helen. Yeah, apart you know, I don't from like Helen. Really about it, not to like. It's just a bit of fun, and yeah. Brad Pitt and George Puna are in it.
1: Exactly. No, she's not she's not convinced. She likes <laughs> she likes a Welshman anyway. She not like
0: an American. Give me Anthony Hopkins, Helen. What's yeah,
2: you? no Welsh people in this one. Um, two two and a half. Dan Middle.
0: Uh, I could go for four point one. I think it's again it's it's better than I, I I remember it being. Um, and I can understand why people would like it. And I think as whether you're whether you're a fan of Coen Brothers or not isn't gonna isn't gonna indicate whether you're gonna like it or not. Because I think if you're a Coen Brothers fan, then you might like it, you might take against it. Um and but if you don't know who they are, I think you'll just find it to be like a if you do like it, you'll just find it to be like a, a you know, a nice kind of rollabout rolled about comedy. Yeah. Um so I think it's quite easy to recommend. A few random scenes. It doesn't I think the thing they'll take against it for most people is that it doesn't actually resolve in a nice way. No. Um and that's the thing that people are like, oh fucking Donnie Darko, what are you talking about? what's this film now? Um, so that, that's the thing I think will stop me recommending it to people. Um, that,
2: and maybe the dildo chair, so maybe not. No, wouldn't.
0: Recommend it to your grandma. Well, that yeah, would stop that'd be to, like, a you know, a certain subset That wouldn't people.
2: stop
1: Kobe.
0: <laughs> I still find that hilarious. <laughs> I think, yeah, I
1: did as well. Because
0: you see him, like, building this, and he's so proud of it. He's like, can you believe they sell this for $1,000? I made it for 100, 100 bucks <laughs> plus, plus manual labour. And he's, like, yeah. so proud of this thing. He's like other to because yeah. they're
1: like quite expensive
2: <laughs> I, I was confused I sort I thought in my head that he made it for him to cure like his s- sex oh. addiction but then when I saw it again I was like of course he didn't build it for him or maybe he did in some weird way no, he's just, yeah like, who's he building it for
0: for someone else yeah. so they could use he it and they could watch them yeah yeah
2: he
1: yeah. yeah. oh. was a All bit sad <laughs> wasn't he
0: or just maybe yeah, are they? maybe just, just because you can sometimes is enough for the reason. Yeah. Um, okay, I'm going to give it 4.1. Um, repeat viewing score. Harry, uh, I can guess where this is going to go.
1: Yeah, <laughs> five for me.
0: <laughs> Amy.
3: Um, I, I'm going four.
0: How many times have you seen it, Amy?
3: Twice. I saw it at the cinema, and then I saw it yesterday, last night, or the night before. But I did, after seeing it again, I would watch it again. Yeah. At some point. Yeah. With me. Yeah.
0: Helen.
2: Yeah, I'm not... Oh, kidding. shit. <laughs> I could have this game. Sorry. Go on. <laughs>
0: uh, I'm going to give this a three because I, I hadn't watched it since... I didn't watch it in the cinema. I watched it just randomly. So someone just gave me a DVD and said, "Hey, what's this? If you haven't seen it. Um, and I was like, this is fine. I'm not going to rush out and see it again. So I'm glad you brought it here to the pod. Um, it's raised up in my esteem, and I'm, I definitely will watch it uh, a few more times. Um, so uh, I'm going to go for three point two small screen score.
1: What does that mean again?
0: Sorry. <laughs> so if it's um, if you think you have to watch it in a the cinema, then it's got a low small screen score. If you think if you watch it at home and you think this is absolutely perfect for watching on your TV at home uh, or laptop, um, then it's a high small screen score.
1: I think this is probably I agree with Helen that they could have probably made it a bit more theatrical with the music, sounds more so I think it was probably made for, you know, T V, Netflix viewing. Four point five. I don't I don't know whether if you'd have watched it in the cinema it would have been any better. I don't know. I don't know.
0: Well Amy and Helen can tell us.
1: Yeah. Helen,
3: um, just not <laughs> I'd say four, because it's fine on the small screen, but well, everything's better at the cinema. Yeah. <laughs>
0: but, yeah, I reckon four. Helen?
2: Um, having seen it in the cinema and watched it on Netflix, I don't think there's any difference between the two. Um, so, a, a five for, ne- for Netflix. It was cheaper to watch it on Netflix than it was to pay for a cinema ticket. Actually, it might not have been. I can't remember. It was a while ago.
0: Yeah, I'm going to go for a five as well, because I... Um, I don't think it looks that beautiful I don't think the soundtrack's that great I, I think it's all about performances which are, which, are, which is what elevates it um, but what I found quite interesting is because the Coen brothers tend to work with decent cinematographers and this is Emmanuel lebetsky better known as Chivo um, who has, is an award winning cinematographer who shot uh, The Revenant for example which is, looks amazing but we've had this a few times before haven't we, where like, Roger Deakins shoots lots of um, Coen brothers films but
2: Think this is the first one that they didn't use him for in I think they Whatever. based this no well, the the first one in chronological order that they didn't use him for. Right. So they'd used him up until then and then gone gone with the other guy for this one.
0: Uh like Lebeski he he shot Birdman and Gravity, for example. So he's he, he does like really big powerful films. Yeah. So I I don't think I didn't see any of that in in this. No. Uh but I think it's it's fine for T V, it's great for TV. Um, if I'd gone to cinema, I would have been a bit like, hmm, could have watched on TV. Right, yeah. um, engagement score, Harry.
1: Yeah, I was fully engaged.
0: Five. Oh. Amy. Five. Wow, oh, super wait. high scores here. Yeah,
1: until, engaged.
0: Until Helen.
2: Yeah,
1: one. <laughs> so I went to the moo, got dinner,
2: fed oh. the dog. <laughs> No, I did. I watched it all the way through. One one thing it does actually have on, on going for it, which um, I approve of, is it's only an hour and 35 minutes. So, <laughs> uh,
0: Did the Coen Brothers make long films? I'm just thinking that. They tend to be quite tight, No, don't I don't think
2: they do. I think they're, they're pretty good. I always remember Miller's Crossing being like really, really long, but it isn't. Yeah. I think that's just because I saw it every day for a couple of months, but... Yeah, they're they're quite short. Um, I, I I did a little bit of checking, and you know, you you kind of have to be engaged. You can't sit here and, and not be engaged. Or else, you wouldn't know who's shagging who. So, um, three and a half. Uh,
0: yeah, I was in it all the way through. Uh, I'm going to a, a four, um, and that gives us an overall score of four point one six two five, which is pretty hefty. Um,
2: Anything over four is is a very strong score even if I don't like it. <laughs>
1: even if Helen doesn't like it. Can you imagine if Helen would have liked it just a smidge more?
0: <laughs> so we always go to Twitter and ask people to review a film that we're about to record. And in this case, I, we tweeted, hey, we're reviewing Burn After Reading with Harry and Amy from Mum and Mumapod. Have you seen it? Tell us your thoughts and your score out of five stars for an on-air shout out on Flixwatcher. We had quite a few responses for this. Um, I was oh. quite surprised. Um, Helen, do you want to read it well?
2: Yeah, so we've got one from Lee T B. Got a bum rap from a lot of people furious to see this movie follow no country for old men, who clearly didn't know the Coen's eclectic back catalogue too well. Fun, goofy and with some great Brad Pitt. Just a little throw away that doesn't endure. And he's given that three bicycles. Why is he giving it for three bicycles? Because, because oh yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> good use of emojis shall I do yeah. the yeah. next two sure um, the next one is from Steve E-I-L Every,
0: everything I Learned from film podcasts ah,
2: there we go, you can't fit that in his handle oh Steve, yes <laughs> least favourite Coen Brothers movie only watched it once after Hail Caesar might pass little smiley face so he gave it no stars, I think that's a bit harsh uh, and the last one is from uh, what were they thinking uh, four stars really underrated Coen Brothers flick loved the usual quirkiness dark humour Pitt kills it once again
0: it does seem like a bit of a Marmite uh, film yeah, doesn't I it, think in, it in is. I respect. Yeah. respects um, yeah and I guess like with Marmite you don't understand why you know I'm a non-Marmite fan and I don't understand why people love like it I oh, love
2: Marmite I
0: love
3: Marmite Marmite and peanut
0: butter and uh. we didn't have non- for some reason this one this a few a few responses were hidden um, and there's another one from Pazuzu4815 this is the most comedic out of the recent Coen Brothers films, dramedy is that a word? Um, there's not really a statement there, but we had one person, Contrarian Prime, who kind of, guys if you're going to respond to our tweets, respond in the same thread, because he kind I'm of creates his own, it, uh, oh. yeah, his own thread yeah, he creates <laughs> his own thread that's why um, and then hold on one second
1: that's good that it created
0: some conversation uh so he created his own thread and said uh, this is sorry this is contrarian prime who created his own thread and said one of the funniest Cohen movies i think a lot of people underrated because of how silly it is uh four out of five stars for him and then there's a few more people that's kind of weighed in under that with brad pitt emojis and uh, brad pitt uh, gifts." um
2: don't really and, work for our podcast but thanks for contributing
0: yeah and one person was like really you find this one one of the funniest and it's like yep um and then not a big lebowski and and uh yeah. so there's there was a bit of a thread there was a bit of a thread so do follow contrarian prime uh, with that one but amy harry can you sign us off by telling us uh, where we can find you online please
1: um, yeah, you, we, you can find us online. We are the Mum and Mama Pod. We are um, we're on Spotify, iTunes, podcast, Acast podcast. We're on Instagram, and Amy uh, does a, a great job of our Twitter account. <laughs> I've got no clue. Yes, but I I'm don't. not really really <laughs> up to date. But yeah, the Mum and Mama Pod, Harry and Amy, Mama <laughs>
0: Well thank you very much for joining us guys.
2: Thank you. Thanks for coming
1: Thanks on. Very much. Cheers. Thank you. Bye.
2: Bye. Enjoyed this episode of Flix Watcher Podcast? Why not leave us a five-star review on iTunes? You can also follow us at Flix Watcher Pod on Twitter and we're at FlixWatcher on Instagram.